Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the Conspiracy Castle. I'm your conspiracy asshole, Prime Tim, 99 on the grind all the time, Mr. Alex Stein. And we have a very lovely guest. That's right, the one, the only, the Lorraine of Terra herself, Dr. Lorraine Day. And this is no joke, guys. She's going to come in strong, so she's not for the faint of heart. So you know what we have to do? We have to take her interview off the normal platforms like YouTube and Twitch and Facebook. We have to go a little uh, a little hot, more hardcore, a little hot and heavy, a place where we can actually speak freely because having guests like Dr. Lorraine Day, unfortunately, in this country, in this day and age, freedom of speech does not exist any longer. And so what do you got to do? We got to run and hide like a bunch of freaking cacarochas, which is not fair because I'm primetime 99 Alex Stein on the grind all the time. I'm wearing this nice suit. I'm the opposite of a cockroach. I'm a bald eagle. I'm a hawk. I'm a lion. I'm a tiger. I'm a machine. I'm a beast. Don't squash me like a bug. So what do I do? We improvise. I'm an improviser. Okay. I love improvisation. So that's what we do when we have Dr. Lorraine Day on, who she's going to be on very shortly. We're going to go over to Rockfin, and it's also going to be available for patrons only. So if you guys want to see the interview with Dr. Lorraine Day, you're going to have to go to www.patreon.com slash conspiracycastle, or you're going to be able to go to www.rockfin.com slash conspiracycastle. Both those platforms, we're going to be able to speak freely. We're going to be able to talk about what we want to talk about. And you're also going to be able to support the castle. That's right. We're going to keep things in motion, dog, because you know what? There are some player haters out there that don't want the castle to succeed. I'm telling you, there are some forces at play, whether we can put our finger on them or not. They don't want this show to grind and shine. They don't want that. So what do we got to do? We got to give them a big F you, a big middle finger up to them. And y'all got to help the castle grow because I can't do this without your help. That's a fact. I can't do this by myself. Can I put the team on my back? Yes, okay. If you guys don't like Rockfin, you can join the Patreon. There's a stream on patreon.com slash conspiracycastle for $5. You're going to get that, and you're going to get all the content that we have to take off of YouTube. So that's why that's important if you guys go to those avenues. If you guys are missing Conspiracy Castle content, you're like, oh, Alex, where's this video? Where's that video? Oh, it seems like you don't uh, produce that much content. No, I'm making a lot of content. I just can't keep it on the regular YouTube. That's just their rules. You can't say what we're going to say. So I just have to use YouTube as a marketing tool so you guys can get a better hold of where I'm at and where you can see more of my content. And that's why you guys can support me at Rockfin. That's why you can support me at Patreon. It's annoying. I get it. I know. But dude, imagine how I feel afraid to say whatever I want to say because every time I come on the mic... I got to worry about being censored. So I'm not saying boo-hoo-hoo. I don't want to need any sympathy. I'm just saying it's a big pain in my derriere trying to do all this stuff. Yes, I wish I could just keep everything here. Yes, I wish I could just turn on my AdSense and make money. I don't do that. There's no ads on my videos. There's no way to uh, donate. You can't uh, super chat me right now because my channel's not monetized through YouTube because I'm not doing business with YouTube because you know what? They're just going to screw me over anyway. So I I might as well. I'm not just going to just bend over and let them just monetarily just even, you know, I'm not going to just act like I'm going to benefit from their help when they're not going to help me at all. So I'm just not playing ball with them. So I'm not monetized on YouTube. So that's what I'm saying. You guys can help me. You guys can support me. Please go to the Patreon. Please go to Rockfin. 
Rockfin is a, a free speech platform where you can say whatever you want to say. And it's not just me. There's a lot of other creators, Sam Tripoli, especially if you like conspiracy content. It's one of the top places to go for that type of content because people can speak freely so they're not afraid of the censorship so they can put out a better product. See what I'm saying, dog? It's like the cool kids place, man. It's not for everybody. That's the thing is you guys got to realize when we're talking about these intense subjects, conspiratorial type subjects, the CIA demonized the idea of a conspiracy theorist on purpose. So we are going to always be in the minority of ideas, especially of idea spreaders. There's going to be a lot of people, a lot less people spreading the same ideas as me. As a matter of fact, the people spreading the ideas are going to try to stop me from spreading my ideas. So I have to go to places like Rockfin. I have to go to places like Patreon where I can put stuff up behind a paywall so where I don't have to worry about censorship, where I can take it off of YouTube. Because as much as I want to say that I'm kick-ass and I'm, I'm you know, fighting the beast, I can't. Dude, I'm too small. I am an ant. I'm less than an ant. I am an amoeba. They can smash me like a bug. And God forbid that is going to happen one day, but let a brother live, dog, before they squash me. Let me make a dollar out of 15 cents, like Tupac used to say. I mean, come on. I got the talent. I got the grind. I got to shine. And now I got to go against a new world order and the, the, the globalist idea of censorship and, and a world where we're just so desensitized, where it's a literal 1984, exactly like the novel. It's quite scary if you really think about it, the reality that we're in. But I say that every time, but we don't need to be a nihilist black pill because the reality that we live in is the reality we make. You look at the news. Oh, everything's so bad. Everything on the news. Oh, the world's crashing. It's never as bad. You go outside, it's never that bad. They want you to feel like it is because that's called trauma-based mind control. And that's the only way they can manipulate you is if they keep you in a constant state of fear, which keeps you in a state of fight or flight, which makes you the easiest to manipulate. So if you can see all that, then you realize, oh, the news is fake. Oh, you know, blah, 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 blah. I'm awake. I'm awake. There's different levels to getting awake, but I, the first one is what I'm trying to say is you have to realize the news is socially engineered to make you feel bad. Now, does that take you to having the knowledge of 9-11, about, you know, a glo globalist cabal trying to... No. No, 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 no. There's different levels to that. But if the first level is that the mainstream media is absolute fake bullcrap... And uh, matter of fact, everything they say, you might as well believe the opposite. And I know that sounds pretty vague. That's pretty general. But I, if you really kind of go instinctually with the opposite of what they're saying, it's probably right. Because sometimes the mainstream media does use true statements only to um, pump up their lies, only to make their lies credible. So, you know, it's a, it's a, a life is about being aware. It's about being self-aware. I have problems with being self-aware. You have problems with being self-aware. We all have problems with being self-aware. So, it's really, really hard just to be a self-aware human being when you have a system that is constantly lying to you and constantly feeding you bunk information <clears throat> because there is a barrier from me and my means of production. Like, I want to make a video talking about anything and get it to as many people as possible. No, YouTube stops you from doing that with an artificial intelligence uh, mechanism that makes it very punitive if I am to go against the mainstream narrative on the Internet. So like there is somebody blocking me. I can't just be free. I can't just speak freely. So it's a really, really kind of scary uh, techno nightmare, as I like to call it, that the forces that I'm up against or that we're all up against when it comes to taboo content, like the stuff I like to create, because I'm done with the fuddy-duddy boring bullcrap that you watch on TV because it's all fake. It literally is.
And if it's not fake, it's just uh, they pick and choose different stuff. George Floyd over this. There's a million different instances of something else happening to a different person. They never even pick up on because they, they cherry pick. The media cherry picks. I'm done being cherry picked, okay? <laughs> we all need to really stop being cherry picked. That's the problem is they cherry pick this information and they choose what to use against us to create a narrative that makes us all hate one another and to create an outcome where people are actually cheering for censorship because they want to shut down the people that are anti this or anti that. My medicine won't work unless you take it too type situation. It's a very odd um, mindset, but when people don't realize that they've been brainwashed this deep, they cheer for it because they're it's too far gone. The programming has been hacked. The virus is, you know, the virus is real. The mind virus. And that's the problem is we don't, in society today, is the external things all around us are just attacking our well-being. And, and that's, that's our problem. Is all the externalities are causing us to be depressed, have self-deprecating and self-sabotaging uh, tendencies and behaviors because we live in a world of very intense externalities that really control um, our emotions. Oh, here's more trauma-based mind control. Here's more fear-based this. Here's more free porn. Here's more this, that, and a matter of fact. It's all... It's all the external things around you driving you insane. Once you become more aware to that, all the external things, then you can get, become more self-aware. And like I say, I work on my self-awareness every single day. I mean, it's Father's Day. I see somebody in the chat. I just want to tell my dad I love my dad very much. You know, he's not super into all this conspiracy stuff, but I don't blame him because my dad lived a hardcore life. He's seen a lot of intense stuff. So when I start talking about... You know, satanic ritualistic abuse of children. It's just he's not feeling it. And I don't blame him for that because it's not. Whoa, Shay Shay TK, $10 tip already. Thank you so much, Shay Shay TK. Hey, gosh, you're the best supporter, Shay Shay. I can't tell you. Happy Father's Day, Shay Shay. You're, you're my daddy today. <laughs> no, I love you, Dad. Shay Shay is not my dad, but you're, you're I love you, Shay Shay. If you guys want to uh, actually donate, you can go to rockfin.com and you're able to donate. Uh, I know, like I said earlier, the YouTube is not monetized. But what I'm talking about with the externalities that control our emotions, it's like Dr. Day is coming on and she's going to tell you about all these you know, externalities and the healthcare and the evil people that rule the world and these, that, and a matter of fact. That doesn't mean everything Dr. Day says is 100% right. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I, you guys got to take everything that I say with a grain of salt, everything that she says with a grain of salt, because I'm just another one of those externalities making you feel a certain sort of way. I would be a, a, a total hypocrite to call myself anything different. Other than I do want to make you laugh, I do want you to see the hypocrisy because you know, whatever astrology this, astrology that. I'm a Libra. I do like things to be fair, and I don't like seeing when things are just unfair. And so that's what I try to do, is I try to freaking expose that a little bit, try to even the playing field some sort of way, because I'm not afraid of the people above me. Um, and I try to punch up. I don't try to punch down. And that's probably not a good thing. I probably shouldn't be punching at all. Um, look at Harmon. Harmon, you don't like Dr. Day. <laughs> 
Dr. Day is wild, Harmon. Uh, don't get me wrong. I mean, this is her book, guys. This is her book, Dr. Day, The Deliberate Destruction of America and the World. Who's doing it and why? And guys, we're going to have the phone lines open. You're going to see a link in the description. I want you guys all to please feel free to call in and ask Dr. Day questions because I know you guys have them. I know you guys are interested in uh, asking her this and asking her that about the gospel or about well, God knows what. Please. Uh, you know, feel free to come on the show and be a part of it. Because I know Dr. Day actually welcomes it. She's tough. Yeah, this book is huge, guys. It hurts. I mean, it's 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 almost daunting. You look at it, you don't even know where to turn. But it is easily. It's easy to read. It's not, I mean, it's like a, like a textbook. Like a textbook. I mean, countries are the most executions. I mean, some of this stuff is insane. I mean. Uh, we got, we got to go, we got to just go through with it, through it with Dr. Day, because, I mean, it's just so intense, I mean, it's intense, and she knows that, I know that, we all know that. Blind spot, you got it when it's a dollar, I know a lot of people got it when it's a dollar, and you guys are smart, you guys are some of the smartest people, that's a good deal, when you get it freaking for a dollar, uh, make it holla, okay? And we're about to go to the Patreon at Dr. Day, this, the interview she should be on in about the next 10 minutes. And we're going to take that to the uh, Rockfin and Patreon. But until then, we do need to talk about, you know, guys, we're going to have on people with different opinions. And I know that some of you guys obviously agree with me on some stuff and you disagree with me on others. That's what I want, dude. I don't want you to come on here and we're like, have the same identity politics or identity ideas that's causing this country to be so divided. That's that's not the case because I am weird, okay? I am weird. You do not probably want... I'm not a role model. I'm not a person you necessarily want to be like. I'm Primetime 99 Alex Stein. I'm out in the park racing a bunch of Hispanic guys in, in showboating, okay? Not everybody can do that. Not everybody's going to dance in front of somebody when they win a foot race. I am. I'm different. I'm built different. I'm built for tough. I'm built more than for tough, okay? So if you try to be like primetime, it's not going to work. And I'm not even saying that I'm good. I'm crap. But I am the grand and chan. I am number nine and nine. And I'm not a role model. That's all I'm saying. And either is... What I'm trying to say is either are the guests that I bring on the show. I don't necessarily agree with all the ideas of any guests that we have on. That should be freaking obvious, right? But what I do want to happen is I do want people that are actually have different ideas than me or that have extreme ideas that wouldn't normally get platformed. Because, guys, I want to platform the deplatformed. I'm primetime. It's a primetime platform. If we could just grow this platform and get some people on it, that would be awesome. Get some people to join the Patreon. That'd be awesome. Get some people to join the Rockfin. That'd be awesome. So we can grow this castle because, guys, I'm hitting the streets. I'm creating more content, but it costs money. I'm telling you, I got to freaking edit this stuff. Sometimes I got to send it to people in Bangladesh to edit on Fiverr. And it's not just five bucks when you're doing the editing. The editing's at 60, 70, 80 bucks per thing. Then I'm editing stuff. It's a lot of stuff. I'm editing a lot of it. I'm editing most of it. But sometimes I got to send like four or five things because I wanted to match the camera. It's some tedious work. Just saying. Your support helps me, okay? It just makes it so when I'm not just freaking spinning my hamster wheel 
it makes me know that, all right, well, this is business, dog. Time to get to work. Even though I go to work every day, I bring my lunch bill to work every day because I'm blue collar. You see me, you might think I'm white collar, but the, underneath this smooth attire, I'm primetime 99, okay? Bringing my lunch pail to work, to get to down to biznatch. That's why I got Dr. Day on here. That's why I'm signed up with Rockin. That's why I got the Patreon set up. I'm down for business. That's why I got the studio. That's why I'm on the grind all the time. But I'm a blue-collar businessman, okay? I'm not your fuddy-duddy uh, attorney. No, I'm a bail bondsman, dog. Okay? I don't go swimming at the country club. I go swimming at the lake. Okay? I go to the public pool. That's me. But guess what? At the public pool, I do freaking uh, uh, backflips off the high dive. No rules. That's why I stay. That's why I keep it public. Okay. Then I go to Publix grocery store. I eat a pub sub. You can't handle some of the stuff that I do publicly. Okay. Just remember that. You wouldn't want to do a lot of the stuff I do publicly because it is kind of embarrassing sometimes. But once again, I'm not a role model. I'm a guy that's trying to create content and trying to bring awareness to the hypocrisy that's happening in society because I'm telling you guys they're lying to us about a lot of stuff and they're making us feel like absolute crap all the time. Okay. Okay. Rico, do I miss a segue? I'm telling you, man, I got the tailgate kitchen, dog. Now I'm freaking cooking. You know, the segue only got 24 miles per the charge. I mean, dude, I'm out there being stranded. Have you ever been stranded on a segue? Dude, it's no freaking walk in the park in that thing home, okay? So, I need something a little more freeing. Put that in the tailgate. I got the truck, dog. I got the, I got the hamburguesa, queso hamburguesa. Got the baked beans. Dog, I got my abuelita, abuelita cooking tortillas on the tailgate. You don't know ese. You never had a fiesta like that ese. Tailgate essay, but see, some of y'all are bitch asses. You never even partied in the tailgate. That's another thing. I popped trunk. I'm from Houston, Texas. Well, really, Dallas, Texas, but Houston, Texas, where they invented popping trunk. And that's basically just three hours south of me. So, I mean, I'm from Dallas, born and raised, but you know what I mean. It's a lifestyle. Popping trunk. Y'all have never popped trunk. That's the problem. You're like, oh, a tailgate kitchen. Dog. The trunk is popped. The kitchen is on lock. It had a sink. Okay? Okay? Some of y'all don't even know. You're just like, what are you talking about? Um, am I a Freemason? Yes, I am a Freemason member, Donald Trump. I am a 33rd degree Freemason. And that's why people don't understand. I, don't, I think when y'all watch my show, y'all don't understand. Y'all know I am a 33rd degree Freemason and that I have secret knowledge. And that's why I'm able to expose it. Because they, I'm controlled opposition. So if you don't understand that, that I'm controlled opposition, then you're not really that woke conspiratorially and you're always going to fall for everything. But if you do know that I'm controlled opposition, then you're listening for the inside information I give you. It's called predictive programming. And so when you follow a show like mine, you're going to get comedy, but you're going to get the inside scoop that the mainstream media is not going to give you. Or if they're going to give it to you, they're going to give it to you in a way more hidden fashion. At least with me, the comedy is more overt instead of covert. So now I'm a 33rd degree. So... If you guys want to learn how to rise up into the secret societies, uh, this is a good place to learn how to do it. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Some of y'all, some of y'all want to talk the talk, but y'all don't want to walk the walk. No, I walk the walk, dude. I get in the coffin. They they spit on me. 
They pour uh, a cat's blood on me. Been there, done that. Ceremony, no big deal. Enjoyed it. It was fun. Took a selfie. Can't share it. Obvious reasons. Contractual reasons. But I'll tell you this much. Being a 33rd degree Mason comes with a lot of power and a lot of respect. So uh, you guys should all respect me by joining the patreon.com slash going to uh, slash conspiracy castle and going to rockfin.com slash conspiracy castle. Because getting to the 33rd degree, and you're right, the gas, uh, a gallon of gas is $3.33 a gallon now. I deserve a little, a little TLC, a little love and respect is all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Let's see. It's really a, such a pleasure uh, having Dr. Day on. Uh, let's see. Let's see if she gets the Zoom. Uh, because she speaks so freely. She does not speak. She's not afraid of what you guys... Uh, what a, a lot of people, like myself, won't even say what she says. And I consider myself hardcore. And I won't even repeat a lot of the stuff she says. So that's why I like having her on, because I like having somebody that's even more hardcore than me. It makes me feel like a little uh, wimp. Well, I'll tell you what. The ceremonies... Uh, uh, let's see, let me resend it. Let's go to Gmail. She just she just responded. Hold on. Okay, pulling you up, Doctor Day. Where are the sent emails? You know, I'll tell you this much. Doing the show like this, you know, it can be difficult at times, but very, uh, very rewarding at the same time because. I get to interact with you guys, and I get to interact with all kinds of new people. And uh, being crude is not hardcore. Okay, so uh, well, Harmon, is that you saying being crude is not hardcore? Well, Harmon, are you mad at me? What is that? What is being crude is not hardcore? That is hardcore. Wait, what? The Rockfin. What's wrong with the? Let's see if the Rockfin stream is okay. Let me see. Sorry, before I bring. Okay, yeah, it says we're still live. Hold on. We're doing a copy link. It said on the Rockfin. I guess it must be working because Shay Shay TK sent a tip. Let me get to this. Let's send that. We'll see if that works. Um. Put this down. Okay, let me check the Rockfin link. Yeah, we're gonna Rockfin, yes. You know, I'll be honest, the uh, user interface on Rockfin, a little wonky sometimes. It can be a, a, you know, hit or miss. But it's also a, a, a new place that you're able to speak freely. So I can't complain at all. I love you, Rockfin. I'm not saying it like that. I'm just saying sometimes, you know, it says something and it's taking a second to load. That's all I'm saying. I'm not even complaining that's bad. But you just got to check on these things. I don't mean to sound like a whiny mom. Why is there nothing? The computer working. What did you download on there? Have you been looking at those nudie movies? Again, causing all those viruses. 
on our Hewlett Packard Deluxe PC. No, Mom. I'm looking up any of those nudie videos. I would never, never look up one of those. It's disgusting. You know what I was looking up. Okay, we're good on Rockfin. We are good on YouTube. Wow, a hundred of you guys are watching on YouTube. Thank you. And, uh, oh, look, Harmon's being so funny. Hello, I never angered you. You are the perfect Alex. Harmon, you are the perfect guest. You are the perfect one. Let's see who this is. View. No. Well, I think somebody's already trying to ask a question. Dr. Day is not on yet. Let's see. We're going to have to wait till Dr. Day. We are going to open the phone lines. Arlene, if that if that's you watching, we're going to open up the phone lines. we got to wait till we have Dr. Day on. And then we're going to be able to ask her questions. And I want you guys all to go to Dr. Day's uh, website. is in the description. Well, it's hitting me in the face. Oh, this book is so heavy. It knocked you out. If you, this person, if they, somebody dropped this book on you from the second floor, it is causing you a concussion. You're getting concussed. No doubt about it. And this thing's heavy. I mean, this is, I do this. If you, if you don't want to just read it, you guys can use it as a fitness tool. Some of you guys want to do a little press and you can do the overhead push. So, it can also be a fitness tool. So Dr. Day's not just going to give you health advice. She's going to give you fitness equipment all in one. That's the two-for-one special that you're going to get at Conspiracy Castle. Because I don't just find you a literature to read. I find you literature to lift! <laughs> well, sorry, Skyber. Didn't mean to scare him. Book's a heavy book. Table almost broke. Okay. Let's see. I don't think that's our... You're not our lane. Let's see. Make sure to go. Wow, 15 people on Rockfin. Thank you guys for all being here. Let me send an email. No, that wasn't Dr. Day. That had to be somebody else named Arlene. That wasn't. That couldn't have been Dr. Day, I don't think. Let's see. Yeah, sorry, trying to handle some business. I know it's not fun watching a show uh, uh, why somebody's doing the technical difficulties, but you know, the live editing, it's not its not that easy. This is Arlene Morehouse. Yeah, I don't think... I can keep her on hold. No, that's not Dr. Day. Dr. Day should be uh, here very shortly, but we have Arlene on hold already. I'm excited for that. People already want to ask questions. Make sure to get, uh, if you guys do want to ask a question, you want to get in line, you can click the link in the description. I believe the uh, website is tinyurl.com slash askdrday99. That is the website. So if you guys want to, and it'll bring you to a Zoom link, and you'll be able to join the show. Let's see if we got there. The Rockfin is up. We're good on Rockfin. I love you, Rockfin. Shay Shay TK is the biggest supporter on Rockfin. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. And uh, YouTube. 
Uh, every single part. The hot dog comes from every single part of the pig. It's absolutely disgusting. But, uh... Yeah, Darren Wynn. She probably... she Dr. Day was very respectful. She knows I'm weird. I mean, come on. Let's be honest. Yeah, I'm a freak. She knows that. She can tell. She's a doctor. Let's see if she's trying to... Let's see. Oh, one new. Huh. Dr. Day, I wonder. She just emailed me. Where is it? Let's see. Huh. I don't think that's her. Let's see. Yeah, this is somebody else. Arlene. Hello, can you hear me? Hey, Arlene, I'm still waiting for Dr. Day. So uh, so are you just waiting to ask her a question? You're already on, in line. Hello, Arlene? Hello, can you hear me? Yes, can you hear me, Arlene? I can. What I'm saying is I'm going to put you back on hold. Uh, I was just making sure that Dr. Arlene. Day wasn't calling from a, a different Hello? number. Can you hear me? Hey, I'm still waiting. Okay, well, she doesn't. She's. I don't know what's going on with her audio. Doctor Day, here she is. Doctor Day, the one, the only. Hold on. You Doc there? Yes, Doctor Day. What a pleasure. Thank you so much. It's such a yeah. pleasure. Okay, Doctor Day. You know, usual. We're we're on YouTube right now, and we're about to go on to uh, Rockfin and Patreon, where we can talk freely. You know how I always okay. tell you. Right. You, you know how annoying the censorship is, and we have a, a lot to cover. Like usual, I got the book out. We're going to talk about some heavy, intense subjects, and we're also going to okay. open. The, we're going to open the phone line so if people want to call in. So, guys, okay. we're about to. We're going to shut down the YouTube right now. I just want to say for everybody watching, we're going to Rockfin or Patreon right now. So, the one, the only, Dr. Lorraine Day, and she's no holds bars, and so no wimps allowed. That's one thing. If you guys are going to come and watch. There's no wimps allowed. So I just want to say thank you guys for everybody watching on the the uh, regular channels. But we unfortunately have to go to the adult section of the video store for this show, apparently, uh, Dr. Day. And I, I don't know any way other to describe it. But thank you guys for saying goodbye to YouTube. Bye, YouTube. See you, YouTube. Dr. Day, it's such a pleasure. See you, Facebook. See you, Periscope. All right. See you, DLive. Sorry, guys. <laughs> and then uh, see a Facebook Odyssey. Sorry, rock fan. We're good. And we're good. All right, Dr. Day, let me refresh this. Oh, it's such a pleasure to have you on. Sorry I had to be such a wimp, but YouTube will shut you down immediately. As soon as you say, you know, COVID is a scam or anything. It's, I mean, they're, they're just... Do you have a lot of guests that you can have on YouTube who don't uh, offend these people? No, not not usually. Uh, so usually what I do is I'll I'll edit it. I'll you know, we'll go live and then I immediately yeah. delete it. Then I edit it with beep. So it'll be like beep beep beep. But with yeah. you Dr. Day, we talk so hardcore. You can't you can't beep it. It's not it doesn't work out. But you're the number one requested guest by a million. So uh, you know, I all I know is that uh I have to have you on. People are like, "Where's Dr. Day? Where's Dr. Day's interview?" They always they 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 they're always Looking for you, Dr. Day. Okay, so um, I've been talking so much. We have a lot to cover. I, you know, I, I know I, I'm so lucky to have you on for an hour, and I know people want to call in. 
So is there anything new, anything cooking uh, with you, Dr. Day, that you want to bring up other than the book? Um, anything well, something that uh, a couple of things. One is there's just a new article that Obama is talking about extraterrestrials and new religions. So, you know, you're hearing a lot about UFOs. So they're getting ready for a fake alien invasion, it looks like. And I've talked about that before, and I have it in my book, Project Bluebeam. But there's now a lot of talk about it in the media. And so they're talking about all these UFOs that are coming and new religions. Of course, the religion that they want to bring to the world eventually will be the worship of Satan, the worship of Lucifer. Uh, but they will take us first through a one world religion, which will be worshiping a, uh, a some sort of a Christ that will not be the real Jesus Christ. And then they'll take us to atheism and then they'll take us to Luciferianism because they know that God has put in the heart of every person a desire to worship, to, to worship. So, so this, is, this is part of their plan. And just realize that they have been able to fake an alien invasion or fake the second coming of Christ for over 21 years, 25 years. It's called Project Bluebeam, and I talk about it in the book. Uh, that's number one. Number two, of course, is everybody, uh, the deliberate destruction of America and the world, who's doing it and why. And of course, G7 has just happened. And of course, when they have pictures taken for the general public, they're all social distancing. Uh, but when they don't think pictures are being taken, they're all in a big clump like a big clot. Uh, they don't social distance, they don't wear masks because they know this is all just a con game. So we, we have those pictures. Then the other thing that's just happened is that um, in Russia, uh, Putin has declared that hospitals will not any longer be seeing patients for regular things if they're not vaccinated. So that's kind of a new thing. He's also declared that everybody who works for the government, which is almost 2 million, will have to be vaccinated. That came out a couple of days ago. And just today I saw that he says that the hospitals are not going to treat anyone unless they're vaccinated. Well, the, the whole thing is that, of course, they, they want everybody to be vaccinated because they want everybody dead. But the most important thing is that you need to learn to take care of your own health. If you want to know how to do that, and you can, you can be totally healthy without a doctor and go to my website at drday.com, drday.com, and learn how to be healthy on your own. All the information is there. Okay, Dr. Day, so, let me stop you real quick because you're a surgeon. We need surgeons, right? But what do we need general practitioners for? Nothing. 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 The only thing we need surgeons for is for trauma or uh, if you are born with a birth defect, like a cleft palate or a club foot. Uh, but- uh, Or you want breast implants or some plastic surgery or something. I mean, you, you know what I mean? I mean, and destroy your immune system. Yeah. That's what you'll do. Um, so uh, again, don't, don't, you can't improve on God. If God made you with small breasts, just, uh, well, just yeah. live with them. <laughs> okay, but what I'm saying, you, you taught me this, is that doctors don't heal anything. They just cut off the check engine light. Um, but but is that honestly? Well, but, but, so, but for trauma now, if you you know if you're hit by a car, you're run over by a truck. You do need someone like me, a trauma surgeon, to put you back together again. If you're shot or stabbed, that's what I have done for all of my career. So you do need that, but you don't need a doctor for anything else. Diseases are caused by the way we live, think, act, eat, and handle stress. 
you have given yourself the disease and you are the only one who can fix it by changing the way you live, think, act, eat, and handle stress. And all of that information is on my website. So uh, that's uh, that. those are the some of the big things. But there's one thing I found today. Uh, by the way, these pictures are kind of flipping around. I know. Um, I'm showing it for the people. I know. I'm sorry. Is that oh, okay. bugging you? I, I won't move it. It's whatever, whatever. I just wanted to make sure that's all yeah, right. I know. Whatever, whatever they see yeah. in my screen is what the people see at home. So I'm trying to make it look a little more professional. That's why it changes okay. scenes. So it looks okay. like we're a different set. Trying to make it look Hollywood, Dr. Day. The things are, we're moving up. We already got $20 in donation. We got a $20 donation, Dr. Day. Everybody needs to go. And I'm telling you, we're, we're, you are building the castle single-handedly on your back, Dr. Day. I owe you my life. Okay, but go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. But yes, it will be moving. I'll try not to make it move as much. Yeah, the thing I learned today, just today, and you are the first to know, is that there are there there's a part of the brain called the amygdala, it's A-M-Y-G-D-A-L-A. It's near the pituitary gland. Most people have heard of the pituitary gland because that controls growth. If a child's pituitary gland doesn't work, he becomes a dwarf. Uh, not the regular dwarf like the circus dwarf, but just like a little person, he never grows up. That's a pituitary dwarf. There are many different kinds of dwarfs. Uh, so, um, the pituitary gland is not far from the amygdala and you have two amygdalas. They are relatively near the posterior nasal sinus. The amygdala is what the Egyptians used to damage by putting a stick like a swab to the back of the nasal sinus damaging the amygdala, which causes submission and fear. Yeah, obedience is what they said. I read that right. too. So, you, so, so that so, is what they're doing with those long swabs to the back of the nasal sinus. Not only are they depositing nanoparticles and possibly other kinds of poisons that can get to the amygdala, but it's the amygdala that is the the where the the fight or flight reaction occurs and so that's what causes fear and submission so that's why all these people are lining up to get the kill shot no doubt but do you think so it's the... that, that's why the, the first thing is to to damage the amygdala and and possibly deposit nanoparticles and all that can get into the brain and then they're more submissive for the kill shot. So do you think it's the damage of the stick going in the nose or do you think it's the ritual of it you're submitting constantly and just sticking No, your no, head it's back? not the ritual of it. Okay. It's not the ritual of it. It is actually uh, as as you we've talked about before there are nanoparticles on the swab and those can get into the brain and damage the brain and then there may be other chemicals that are on the swab that can also get to the amygdala. And then uh, there can, that's what, you know, they put it back, it's painful. Yeah. I've never had it done, but people say it's painful. And they put it back and then they twist it. So they are doing some damage back there. And it doesn't make sense for a test that supposedly if it's an aerosol, which we know it's fake, everybody knows that's fake. They should be able to just get your saliva. I mean, it doesn't, I mean. Well, I, 
as I've said, I, when, when I first started seeing that, I said that this is something crazy because n never in the history of medicine have they ever tested for any disease in over a hundred years. They've never tested for any disease with a swab to the back of the posterior nasal sinus, never. I mean, they've done, I mean, I'm not trying to be gross, anal swabs, uh, uh, urine samples. This is, I'm right. saying, of this all the samples. This is just humiliation, just for saying. humiliation, yes. You, and, in and all the samples, you've never seen that. I see, wow, that's correct, blows yeah, my mind. Yeah, right. And I, I realize now that in the entire history of the NIH, National Institutes of Health, what they have done is they have uh, given out research funding. Every year, people don't know this, and I didn't know this for a long time as a doctor, that the NIH every year has a specific question they want answered. And so they fund people who are doing that kind of research. The way I found that out was there was a fellow in the orthopedic department who had come from neurology. He didn't get promoted in neurology, and so he was a good researcher. So he came over to the orthopedic department. They put him through a residency program when he was 45 years old, and he did a lot of research. And so he and I became friends. His name was Don Jewett, and he was actually Jewish. <laughs> uh, but he, 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 he would always get funded. There were a lot of researchers that didn't always get funded. He always got funded. I said, how do you always get funded? He said, I go to the NIH and I ask them, what question do you want answered this year? What are you funding? And so they would tell him and then he would adjust his research to try to make it relevant to that question. So that's the way I found out. And so what they have been doing for the 80 years or ever 100 years they've been in business in the NIH is that they have been having these researchers unbeknownst to them solve an additional problem that they want solved for now. How to kill the population without them knowing it. How to starve them to death what to do to get them to die without them realizing that the government is killing them. So this is what all this research has been. That's why we've had so many fake pandemics, H1N1, uh, bird flu, swine flu, all of them have been fake because they wanna see, they wanna make sure how they do the psyops to the people. They use the Tavistock Institute in England, which I discuss in the book. They use the propaganda from that to, to scare the people into getting the vaccination. So they these have been dry runs for all of these years, starting back at least 20 years. So they have been doing this over and over again. So they got the NIH that funds research to for them to find out how to kill us without us knowing it or us resisting. They've got the CIA uh, to, to decide how to really put the boot on our neck when if, if these other measures don't work. And they're supposed to only be dealing outside of our country, but they're dealing inside as well. And then we've got the FBI. And all of these organizations have been for the last hundred years to to do research to figure out how to kill the entire population of the world. And, That's what it's all about. And it is about the, the, the population control, but we really got to get into it. But I want to say, what do you think about the Capitol stuff? And they're saying the FBI is basically the people that organize the Capitol riots. Oh, um, I'm sure that's true. 
I'm yes. sure that's true. Yes, that, that's right. It was that. I mean, you have locks on those doors. Somebody's got to open the doors to let them in. And they the have doors and, lock automatically. And in the affidavits, there's multiple affidavits where it'll say, you know, uh, a co-conspirator, non-guilty co-conspirator number two, non-guilty co-conspirator number three. And then they looked it up. Those guys were FBI agents in the right. meetings. And so there's, there's a meeting of like 11 people and three of the people are FBI agents. Right. The, all, all of these things, <laughs> all of these things that I, in, in my book, the false flag attacks, they're all done by the government. They're all done by the government. And you're the one that said you're you're, you're more likely to be a victim of your own government uh than a foreign government but so so is there any sort of like some people in the conspiracy world say that that like they uh the evil people how to ha try to have some sort of dignity and try to trick us into killing our, ourselves is that true or is it just murder they'll just squash us like bugs or or is there any well the, 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 for a while until they get a lot of people vaccinated until they take away the guns they're going to do it in what seems to be a rather humane method. In other words, uh, they want us to think that they care about our health and that they want us to be healthy. And a lot of people are falling for it. But when they get a certain number done and then we have resistors like me and possibly like you and others yeah. that will not do it, that's when they'll just bring out the force and they'll just either kill us, put us in camps, force it on us, whatever. But for now, they want to get everybody on board voluntarily that they can. Okay, just real quick, I want to do a screen share. I want to show you this. This is a baby getting a, a vaccine. Let me transition. Uh, so, Dr. Day, you can see this. I mean, this is just a guy's weird facial re reaction, but why would a toddler like that, I don't understand, why would that toddler need a COVID-19 vaccine? I mean, what, I mean, that doesn't make any sense to me, seeing a baby get a vaccine like that. Well, just... well, well, it wouldn't make any sense if you thought the baby was being vaccinated. But if the baby's being killed as everybody else is being killed, and you realize that what they want is population extermination, then it makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? I know, but these parents are just led some guy stick a needle of an experimental vaccine that's not even that's under emergency well, they, they, use they're authorization. Used to having their children get vaccinated. I mean, the idea that a baby gets vaccinated within 24 hours of birth is absolutely obscene. They vaccinate babies for hepatitis B within 24 hours after birth. That kills the child. It gives them autism. It gives them sudden in, in, infant death, death syndrome. Yeah. It does all sorts of things to the child. No child needs a vaccination at 24 hours for anything. The incidence of hepatitis B in babies is zero. Yeah, SIDS is a new disease. SIDS wasn't even around until, I guess, the, the vaccine schedule started. No, SIDS increasing. was not around until they started vaccinating heavily. No, it wasn't there at all. And that's a that's a thing where a woman will come back to the crib and her baby will be in the crib and it's dead. And a lot of times. And, they, and then what they, they do is they generally try to blame it on the mother that she did a shaking baby syndrome or something when it was the vaccinations, you see. And so this has been proven conclusively that it's a vaccination. A child can die from the vaccination uh, in in within three weeks, up to three weeks or four weeks after the vaccination. So that is the most most deadly time. It just doesn't make sense to me that we put all this poison in, in the CDC and we're just ran by people that make us all scared of germs. It's, we really are living in a nightmare. Well, see, yeah, the germs don't cause disease anyway, as we oh. discussed before, you know. So, but, but what has happened is people have left God, as we've talked about before. People have left God. 
God says, I am the Lord who heals you. Turn to me. I want you to be well. I want you to be healthy. And what people have done say, we don't need God. We don't need God. Uh, we, we trust the government. The government is our God. And so they line up to be killed because the government is run by Satan. Well, you said that. So how are they going to, so you think they'll actually go from atheism to saying there's no God to saying, you know what, there is a God and it's actually the devil. Not, yes, I mean, they, right. so you, well, they you will. Rev- that. You can see that happening already. Every logo of every major corporation is satanic. That's every true. car logo is satanic. Everyone is satanic. You'll see now Doritos. Doritos now is there in a triangle. Now they have the triangle going back and forth and back and forth like this. Just look at that. This is this is allegiance to Satan. It really is. It's a lot of pr- predictive programming, especially all the Saturnism, all the Saturn symbology of the black square, which they love. Okay, so where does so where does all this love of Satan come out of when they say the Kabbalah, Jewish mysticism? How does Jewish mysticism and paganism and and like where does this all come out of this Satan? Well, it came came out of Babylon. That's okay. where that's where the um, Talmud came from. The Pharisees, when they came back from uh, captivity in Babylon, brought back the oral traditions from Babylon. And that's when Jesus said to them, to the Pharisees, by your traditions, you make the word of God of no effect. It's Babylon, uh, it's paganism, it's worship of the creation, environmentalism, rather than worship of the creator. It is rank filth and degeneracy and pedophilia and everything else. It is the opposite of Christ. It is Satanism. Well, were there, so, was Judaism in Babylon? Were there Jew, what, what were what were the did they have no religion in Babylon? No God? They were just human. Paganism. It was paganism, okay. and okay. the oral traditions that the Pharisees brought back was this paganism from Babylon, worship okay. of uh, pagan gods, you know, of stone and whatever, yeah. and and doing whatever you wanted to do. And so when they brought that back, they were practicing that, and that's when Jesus rebuked them. When the Pharisees finally, and the Pharisees were not Jews, they were Israelites. Israelites were not Jews, where Jew is not in the Bible in the original Greek and Hebrew scriptures. It's been written in by the the translators. So when the Pharisees finally wrote down the Talmud, they were orally transmitted before, but they wrote down the Talmud in 300 AD, and it became the Jewish Babylonian Talmud. That is the holiest book of Judaism. It is rank, filthy paganism. Wow, wait, it's called that. The Babylonian, it's, that's in the Babylonian title. Babylonian Talmud is in the book. Look in the book. I got oh, a picture of the cover of the book. Wait, so so that's where they, so that's where you're telling me the Talmud basically comes out of this kind of like creative mysticism, paganism. It's kind of this fuddy-duddy. directly yeah. from Babylon. So if you want to know who Mystery Babylon is in the Bible, it's the Illuminati, Jewish Illuminati in the Talmud. Well, I just said I just saw a video talking all about it, and it said how they're trying to create the Talmud now because in the Talmud is one of the only religious books where it had five sexes. It had, you know, male, female, male that transitions to female, female that transitions to male and intersex. Somebody that was born with. Well, you know, wh- where where did you say this is from? That's not what's in the Talmud. Supposedly, I read that there's five sexes in the Talmud. They're they're described differently. I haven't, I haven't read that in the Talmud. Now I haven't read all of the Talmud. Yeah. 
but 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 again, we don't even have to go into all that. The whole idea. But I'm saying I'm saying we have their sexes now. I'm just saying now they're trying to do five sex. This old book said there's multiple they're sexes. They're trying to do thirty six sexes now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like what what's going on? They're still again. It's just anti Christ. That's what yeah. it is. Anti Christ, which is Satanism. And and uh, what about the people that tell you that uh, you know? Christ isn't, you know, uh, the king. What is that? What do you say to those people, though, today? Because, you know, there's a lot of well, people. Well, I, do, I don't try. I don't try to beat people on the head if God has not yet opened their mind. Most people are living in darkness and that I can't open another person's mind or heart. Only God can do that. So if they're not ready yet, they can believe whatever they want, but they're going to reap a horrible harvest because the, what this is all about is turning to the Lord because Americans have left God. The whole world has left God. Nobody's studying the Bible. So God is stepping back, as I've said on your program a number of times before, and saying, if you don't want me, okay, then I'll let you see how it is for Satan to run your world. When you have to watch your children having their hands cut off with an ax, how will that be? That'll be terrible. I don't want to see that at all. That would be that's a living. But see, that's that's what's going to happen. That's what happens when Satan runs your world. That's what the communists did to the Russians. That's what they do to the Chinese. That's what happens when communism takes over because communism is right out of the Babylonian pagan satanic Talmud. And that's the idea of communalism, where you'll have nothing, like they say in the Agenda 2030. You'll have nothing. You're just a, a, a you're part of the system. So, do you think that'll happen? Like they said, do you think their agenda will be by 2030? Everything will be in play by then. I think it'll be before then. Before then, you think people will be cutting? Because I'm just trying to get a timeline. I know you don't necessarily know this timeline, but in one year they can shut the whole world down, and less than that. So I know in, in one, one week they can shut the whole world it, down. It, exactly. I'm just saying, one year everybody gets used to it. Now it's the new normal. People don't even want to go back. All these people still wearing their mask outside. That's right. Even yeah. in California, we don't have to wear masks. They're all wearing their masks. I say, what? Well, what are you doing? What are you I, doing? Well, again, you know, you have to think. When they put that Q-tip back there and they push that back there, what are they doing? This is what they did to slaves in Pharaoh's Egypt to make them more submissive. It, it is. I mean, it, it literally was uh, what I, I saw. I saw a meme talking about it, how. Um, yeah. It just it, it just blows my mind, though, in society. Like, I don't. It, are we at the point of no return? I mean, I know we always yes. say this. Yes, we are at the point of no return. We're not going to go back to where we were. That Jesus is coming and everything's going to get worse. And the Bible has told us that. As I've told you, I've known for all of my life this was going to happen. I just didn't know when I was a child that it was going to happen in my lifetime. So it didn't scare me. But 30 years ago, I knew it was going to happen in my lifetime because I had internal documents that are in my book, The Coming New World Order. And, and I could see that this was all going to happen in my lifetime. And here it is. And so it's only going to get worse and it's going to be very rapid. Will Anthony Fauci ever expo get exposed? Will the CDC ever get exposed? I mean, will these? No. no. Well, at the very end, yes. At the very end, probably the last 35 days. The Bible talks about the time of trouble being um, uh, uh, three and a half years. It talks about 1260 days in Revelation and Daniel. 1260 days, 42 months. 
talks about it in months, as I've said before, when it talks about what the evil people are doing, because months are um, de designated by the moon, which is darkness. It talks about 1260 days when it talks about what's happening to the righteous people, because uh, the days are light. And so the, the time of trouble is three and a half years. I believe that will begin when they ban the Bible, when they ban the Bible. And then, so it says 20, 1260 days, which a day is a year in prophecy. So uh, uh, in, in some prophecies, not this one. So it's three and a half years, 1260 days. Then it talks about 1290 days and it says, blessed are those who go to the 1335 days because that's when Jesus comes. And that's 45 days, I think after 1260 days the, 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 because at, during that period of time, the true Christians, I'm not talking about churchians, I'm not talking about people who go to church and just, uh, you know, stand on the street corner and try to convert everybody. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about true Christians who have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and live their life as he wants us to live it. And so at the end, I think they will be hunted and killed and sacrificed in every way because Satan wants to remove all goodness from the earth because he wants to be the God of this world. And I think at the end of those 1260 days, those three and a half years, I think that persecution will end and they will, God will start exposing those who are doing the evil. I hope so. I mean, I don't want the world to be all like that, but I would like some 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 of these people that are such hypocrites to get exposed. But I don't think they ever will. And I hope yes, they I mean, will. They will. The, the Bible says that they will eventually, whether it's during those last uh, forty-five to uh, seventy-five days. I'm not sure, but I think that that God will expose those because it says when Jesus comes, these people, all these people that are G seven that are at G7 are going to be calling for the rocks and mountains to fall on them and hide them from the face of Jesus Christ as he comes. Wow. Okay, guys, we're going to open up the phone lines for the back half of the hour. If you guys want to call in, the link is tinyurl.com slash askdrday and 99. That, that'll be able to get you guys on the show. And we have one caller right here, Harmon. This guy, I think you and Harmon, I think, uh, I think, uh, Last time you guys might have argued. The last time, Harmon, be nice this time. What did you say? I don't remember. Did you and did you ask a question to Doctor Day last time, Harmon? Uh, uh, Doctor Day. Yes. How are you doing today? Fine. You look fantastic. Thank you. You really do. I like how you always dress sharp, also. <laughs> Thank you. It does, it does make a difference. Um, what can I do for you? Um, my friend called me today. Her little granddaughter. A month ago, she's 12 years old, and she just got named all-star pitcher for her state of Nevada, a softball. And, of course, they got to get tested, and she's been tested several times, and they believe in the vaccines, and they're all like that. I can't get through their head. Anyway, in her first game, she, she passed out about two days before, and then she passed out on the pitching mound on the second inning, and now the whole um, – the whole diagnosis is her pituitary gland has stopped. What? And, and you were talking this. So when I was listening to you at the beginning of the show, I go, oh, my gosh, I meant to listen to you today. So she's down to 55 pounds now. You can see every bone in her body. And uh, and, the, and the doctors are saying, well, it's not life-threatening. We'll do some disease and, and, and make... It, it would cause to stunt her growth for the rest of her life, whatever she's at. So can you explain that a little to me? 
Well, if the pituitary is damaged, that does stop the growth. So, but I, you know, I, with, with so little information, I could not give a lot of uh, information to you about what's going on. But if she, has she been vaccinated? Have they given her the kill shot? Wrong question, because when I asked, they went through the roof. People, when I found out people get vaccinated. They got, wait, real quick, Harmon, they got mad when you asked that question? Yeah, everyone who gets sick, when you ask them if they've been vaccinated, they, they, it's such a denial to their head that their reaction is anger. Well, if she has, it's likely that she has, because why would a child, first of all, pituitary problems like that are very, very rare. And they don't usually occur in children that are that age. That's usually much, uh, it usually appears and is diagnosed at a much younger age because she apparently has normal growth so far. Is that right? And she, yeah, yeah. so so it, it is probably related either to the testing or to the vaccination. And there, and you're going to ask me what can she do, and I am sorry to tell you, nothing. Yeah, that's what I think. Well, what I want you to tell me is what I was going to ask you more. I knew that I already know. I've listened to Kaufman and all those other doctors too. And once it's, once the damage is done, it's done. Right. I understand that. But I wanted you to expand on it a little bit more about how that nasal thing has affected people like that. Can you go on that a little bit better? Well, again, again, the, the, see, there's a, there's what's called a blood brain barrier. So when it's not a physical barrier, it is a chemical barrier. God has given that to every person. So certain things that are injected into the body cannot get into the brain. So they have done lots of research, as I told you, the NIH, to try to bypass the blood-brain barrier. And they can do that by putting this, uh, you know, rather than injecting it and the blood will not let it go into the brain, they then take these long uh, swabs and put it back into the back of the nasal sinus wow. and the only thing that is between the brain and those is the um is the a is a cribriform plate which is a, a piece of bone that has holes in it for the olfactory nerve which is the nerve from the nose to the brain and that f uh, that uh, cribriform plate is very porous so when they have things on the on those swabs and they they rotate them like that they are depositing things back there that can get through that porous bone into the brain like we've seen in the videos where those little black things are like look like corkscrews well some of them are just dots some of them are just dots they don't have, have to you seen the ones i've talked about yes, i've talked i that but i'm not i'm not i uh, that, that kind of unbelievable to me but the dots okay. can get through Okay, the dots can get through those those tiny nanoparticles can get through as well as any chemical they put on there can get through. And so that's why we mentioned before, never before in the history of medicine have they ever tested for any disease by doing that. Why they're doing that is to get things into the brain, plus now maybe damage the amygdala, which is right so there, here's the pituitary. I, I'm figuring out, I have one friend, he's 83 in Canada. He's walking 10 miles a day. He owns his own golf course, quite a well-off man, doing everything. Gets a shot on Saturday. By the time Sunday come around, they said he had a walking heart attack yeah. and can't walk more than 500 feet a day now. Right. And then, and, and then I asked him, well, do you think it's a shot? Oh, my gosh. He got so angry. Yeah, got right. So, but they're... But you see, the reason they get angry, the reason they get angry is because if they have to believe that their mommy, 
who is the government, their mommy actually wants them de dead, that's too hard to take. You see, they want to believe that the government loves them and they, and they have nothing else to believe in because they don't believe in God. God does love them. The government hates them. And you so, can't get to the plus me telling him right before he shot, please don't do it. And then, of course, that adds to it, doesn't it? Well, that's right. But again, what happens is it's just too much for them to handle and they don't want to hear it because their God is the government. Okay. That's what I want to talk about. Alex, and I loved your race, Alex. Did you see Alex's race, Dr. Day? No, today I raced him. Some young Hispanic men challenged me to a race uh, uh, in the park, and I crushed him. I mean, oh, I, I absolutely <laughs> crushed him. You would be well, proud. Alex, who filmed that? Who filmed it, that, it, it, Okay, so it's funny. Those guys were just out there filming, um, and uh, they asked me. They were part of some men's club. Here, let me pull it up so, so Dr. Day knows what we're You're going to love this, Dr. Day. Okay, hold on. You're going to laugh. Okay, hold on. Let me pull it. It's only a minute long. Let me, let me pull it up real quick. And See, the Harman. guy on the left, Dr. Day, really thinks he's going to beat Alex. Look at his face. He really thinks he can beat Alex. Yeah, he... That's he, what I love about it. Okay. I kept yeah. watching his face. Gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to the first annual coronavirus race for the cure. Put on by the one, the only, primetime 99, Alex. Benefiting the young men's Latino youth boys club here in Dallas, Texas. That's right. He has some tough competitors. He has Rodrigo, Miguel and Monterey. They're all from Guadalajara, Mexico. And look at oh, they do. challenged the uh. wrong competitor today. Now let's watch that back in slow motion. We got prime time 99 <laughs> out time. But again, he takes a big leap on Miguel and he just leaves him in the dust. Looks like Speedy Gonzalez was a 6-3 young, dark, and handsome young man from Dallas, Texas today. But it serves him well because that is primetime 99 Alistine with his typical showboating. What can we expect from a competitor like primetime 99 Alistine? It's something we come to expect and also enjoy and love. Is it good? Yes, yeah, so Dr. Day, that is what uh, in the park uh, those guys challenged me, and they were part of like they were part of like a men's Latin, Latino men's club. I think they were you know trying to get some self help or something like that. They had to do a scavenger hunt. Asked me, one of those guys shouldn't have even started. He didn't even have a chance. The one on the far <laughs> left, looking at the picture, I worry. Yeah, he had type <laughs> three diabetes. He had every type I, of diabetes. I, I could have beat him. Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Okay, Harmon. Thank, thank you for coming on, Harmon. It's always a pleasure. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Day. Thank hey, you. Okay, Dr. Day. So, so tell me this. I, I want to talk a little bit about health real quick. Um, uh, I, I'm a vegetarian. I don't eat meat. The, you are a big person that has, has you know, encouraged me to do that. I worry about, I'm eating a lot of carbs. I'm worried about type two diabetes when I get older. I'm worried about- No, 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 carbs. There's nothing wrong with carbs. The body's meant to run on carbs. God made the body to run on carbs. About 90% of our diet should be carbs. Really? It's not diabetes. Yeah, 90% of a, just, I mean, the thing is, um, if we don't need fat. We got plenty of fat. We don't need fat. The fat well, that's that we what they always say. Dr. Day, that they always say, oh, the vegetarian isn't going to fat, 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 fat. Why do they love that fat? You don't, need fat? Fat. You don't yeah. need fat. Okay. Again, okay. the fat you eat is the fat you wear. All right? So then protein. Oh, protein. We got to have a lot of protein. No, we don't. People are <laughs> killing themselves with protein. Protein is only needed for growth and repair. Okay? okay? Growth and repair. Now, listen very carefully. Because when you're grown, you don't need it for growth anymore. You only need it for repair. But a baby 
grows very fast. So it needs the highest percentage of protein. The fastest a person, the fastest the person grows in their life is from birth to six months. They'll double their weight. So that is the period of time they need the highest percentage of protein from birth to six months. What is the best food for a baby from birth to six months? Mother's milk. Do you know what percentage of protein is in mother's milk? 5%. Wow, it's not even that much. It's not even, I mean, that's still probably a high percentage. That's that's the highest you need in your whole life. Now, let me tell you this. In my book called Getting Started on Getting Well, I have the U.S. Department of Agriculture Vegetable Protein Chart. Spinach is 49% protein. Lettuce is 43% protein. Lemons are 15% protein. God put protein in all fruits, grains, and vegetables. But, you don't but, need to eat a dead animal in order to get protein. I, well, I agree, but you're telling me, because there's a lot of guys on the internet that are called vegan bodybuilders. So you're just telling me if you just eat enough, let's say you want to gain mass. Let's say you want to be, a, I don't want to be a bodybuilder, but let's say you want to get to 280 pounds, whatever, 300 pounds. Can you, Listen, but can you do it you from veggies? you arrogant fool. Of course, of course. But let you know okay, that so people that- We're not talking about those kind of people. Okay, okay, okay. Because okay. they are not what God wants us to be. Okay, okay. Well, I'm right. just trying to say, so where, where can you, you get if protein? If you are going to do that, they're all going to take steroids anyway. They're well, going to take steroids. Well, Dr. Day, some some athletes, like let's say I have a kid. I don't want my kid taking steroids, and I don't want him necessarily eating meat. So I would want him as in his youth to grow. And just you know, let, You can be well-built. You can be muscular. You can't be like one of these uh, sumo wrestlers. But, but you don't want to be like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when those people are... Are, have the wrong focus for their life. So you just want to be fit and healthy. And okay. you can do that. And the best way to do that, God made humanity vegetarian. There, no, nothing died in the Garden of Eden. Even the animals were all created vegetarian. And in heaven, vegetarian. Aren't, we, aren't, we, aren't we, isn't heaven vegetarian as well? Yes, or you don't heaven eat and that? the new earth are all vegetarian. Nothing will die. Nobody's going to be eating a dead animal. Wow. Okay. On a different thing now, uh, on the health thing, how does internal bleeding, how does somebody die of internal bleeding? Because this is a stupid question. You have blood inside your body. So why doesn't it just kind of pull with the other blood? Like what is internal bleeding? Your heart, uh, something tears and it just won't stop? Well, well, yeah. Well, either, either you're taking drugs that cause your vessels to break down or your internal organs to break down, or you're on blood thinners. People, lots of people are on blood thinners. And the blood thinners cause you to bleed. If you fall down, if you bump your head on the wall, you can bleed into your head. And so blood thinners are dangerous. And that's what causes a lot of, uh, and people that are on regular aspirin, that causes bleeding. Lots of drugs that people take cause bleeding. So that's internal bleeding. Your blood is supposed to stay in your blood vessels. But when it doesn't, then because you're taking drugs or you're not eating right or you're not living right, then you start having problems. You know, I mean, I don't have any problems with internal bleeding because I don't take any drugs. Okay, well, well, uh, what about heart disease? You know, and, and we talk about how basically general practitioners are a waste of time, but you're a trauma surgeon. We need surgeons. My dad had a heart surgery uh, three years ago after a heart attack, and now I'm thinking he probably could have reversed that heart disease on his own. Well, what, oh, what are wait, the... Wait, could have prevented it, too. Could have prevented it, but, but, 
Okay, but okay, but that's what I'm saying. He didn't prevent it. Is there a way to reverse heart disease naturally without going to a surgeon or when that aorta? No, of course, was... there is a way to see everything. Your dad caused his own heart attack. For sure. He by the way, that. he was living, eating, and handling stress. Yes. Now, when he had a heart attack, he could have done some damage to his heart, which is may not be totally reversible. But what he can at least do is stop doing all the things that caused the first heart yeah, attack. Yeah, he lost 70 pounds. Dr. Day, he lost 70 pounds. He's well, thinner than me. He, he's 11% body fat. It was a huge okay, thing. Okay, well, then why did he carry those 70 pounds around to give himself a heart attack? Exactly. He shouldn't have. But what I'm saying is now that he's all thin, did he really need all that surgery on his heart? Because he lost weight on his own. I'm wondering if he almost did more damage to his heart. Well, he he, he, uh, he should have just lost. What did they do in his Quadruple heart? bypass. Quadruple oh, bypass. Oh, that's uh, that he didn't need to have that at all. He that's what they say. That. They well, say you don't need that. that. All, no, you don't need that. And they'll all close down anyway. They what they when they do the bypass, those veins that they put in will all close down anyway. So what he needs to do is he needs to do what he's doing, which is live right. Get rid of the animal products. Uh, go to bed at the right time. Uh, learn how to forgive everybody who's ever wronged him. He's got to do all those things. He's got to and drink a lot of water. Keep his blood thin by drinking a lot of water, so it won't clot abnormally. So this is what he's got to do. He didn't need the. He didn't need the bypass at all. Yeah, I've read a lot of stuff that you know. Now when you see his lifestyle change, if he would have lost the seventy pounds, he probably would. You know, he definitely would. Never I don't. Had a heart he attack. wouldn't. Never had yeah, he wouldn't have needed it or had the heart attack. Okay, and I want to talk about another thing. You talk about the sexual health and STDs and how that was created to to you know uh, dehumanize us, kind of attack us, give us cancer of our genitals and stuff like that. Is there a way to prevent STDs? I mean, do condoms actually work? I mean, what? I mean, is there a way to? Is, should we not have sex outside of marriage? Obviously, Doctor Day, but. I'm just saying. Well, what, what does God say? No, but I'm just. I live in a world where there is sex, and like, if I have sex, I mean, does it doesn't matter. You don't have to be like them. What do you mean? I don't have to be a sexual person. No, you don't have to be having sex with everybody that walks by. Well, of course. I wish I. I wish I had that problem. But I'm just saying. <laughs> uh, uh, you have sex with. Uh, this is my problem. Is, uh, nowadays, I'm almost afraid to have sex. Is there's so much stuff going out there? Well, the and, whole point is, sex is. Is, is supposed to be for marriage. It's supposed to be a way for two people to be intimate with each other that want to stay together forever. I can tell you when, when we have fallen off the, the truck of believing in God and have, you know, now it's normal for everybody. You, you know, you just, you take somebody out for a couple of times, then you go to bed with them. Oh, it's That's really normal. What... It's expected. No, no, I'm saying Dr. Day, it's almost so much more. The girls are almost more aggressive than the guys now with this feminist movement and stuff. And some girls are still, as you would say, you know, they want to be courted and taken out. But I'm just seeing now and now more and more girls that are sexually aggressive to the point where I'm like, hey, we got to, you know, because I don't want to I don't want to just sleep with some random girl, wake up and have some well, disease. No, well, you know, the whole point, the whole point is don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. I don't care what they're like. If they're aggressive, then just the, that's the last time you see them and don't do it because God, God made these rules for us to be healthy and happy, not to make us miserable. So, so just, just because everybody's doing it doesn't mean everybody has to do it. And so that's why if people, people wouldn't have STDs if they, if they did it God's way. Well, did, so how did it work in the garden? So Adam and Eve never had sex and had children. Is that, is that, how, how did, how Adam did, and Eve did have sex? Okay. So they did have, I'm just saying, so Adam and Eve, and, and were they technically married though, Dr. Day? Because yes, they were technically okay. married. God, okay. God gave one to the other to okay. be married. 
That's why men have nipples. Remember what we talked about? Yes, yes, we did talk about this. Okay. God says that marriage is between a man and a woman. He left, he, he made man and a woman as one being, and then he didn't take the rib out of Adam. He took the, the, the angular vault. That's what the word, the word for, that is mistranslated rib in Genesis uh, 2, chapter 2, is the Hebrew word, T-S-A-L-A-H. And every other time it's translated in the Bible, it's translated angular vault, like the inside of a chapel or a, a, a you know, a Catholic yeah. church or something. So, a so or God, something. God did not take the rib out of Adam. He took the female reproductive, reproductive organs out of Adam and made Eve. But he left the nipples on Adam, which are useless except to tell us that God meant for marriage to be between a man and a woman, and the two shall be as one because that's how he created them. So you're probably not the biggest fan of June Pride Month. And then on top of that, well, okay, no, I want to get uh, your opinion. Don't, don't just say I'm not the biggest fan of that because uh, male homosexuality is one of the most self-destructive lifestyles on the face of the earth i've taken care of thousands well, what about of, female I okay no i want to hear i want to hear about but what about female is is female lesbian as bad as male homosexuality no. and you've been okay no. it's not as bad no okay. it's not as it's not as self-destructive it doesn't decrease their lifespan by 30 years but but women who lesbians lesbians become lesbians for one of two reasons either their father has been physically or psychologically abusive to their mother and they don't want to be uh they don't want to go out with men because men hurt you so they have you a see? victim mentality they saw their mom get it's hurt, not so, so much victim mentality it's just that they don't want to be subjected to that kind of uh abuse okay and so they so they don't want to be with men or they have been sexually assaulted by a man as a little girl or a young underage girl those are two things because then they realize that men hurt women so they don't want to be with men so that's what wow. causes lesbianism but lesbians are are very um unkind to each other they have there's a lot of violence that goes on in lesbian relationships i know because i've taken care of them too and so and psychologically they're they're sometimes stunted in their social uh adaptation to how they deal with the world and all that so it's a psychological problem much more than a, a it, it manifests itself as a physical problem but it's a psychological problem male homosexuals become homosexual for the same sorts of reasons either their father was not around physically or psychologically and so they never had any maleness put into them from a father a, a normal father-son relationship or they were also sexually abused by a, an older boy or man when they were young and so that is what causes male homosexuality but males are much more violent and males are much more sexual they'll have sometimes 50 partners in a night yeah i know there is a you know a hard and it's filthy and, and they you know they're scatting they they defecate on each other there's golden showers they urinate on each other they i mean i i talk about it in the book i know the book it's hard to talk about it 
Is that, but what about all that weird stuff? Was that okay between a man and a wife necessarily? I mean, I'm not trying, I'm just trying to be contrarian. I wouldn't scat, you know what I mean? But I'm well, saying- no, 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 that's that, that all that stuff is not okay between a man or wife. There are certain things that but, are like, okay. What, what, that's what I'm saying. That's really more a question. Now, I don't want to say gay sex is the same as man and wife, but like, am I allowed to be kinky and perverted with my wife necessarily? I guess that's my question, Dr. Dan. Yeah, as long as it's not harmful to her or you. So you can have as much. I, my question, I guess you can just have as much sexual relationship in a marriage. That is biblical. Yeah, you can have as much as you want. Is can have as much as she can tolerate because if you have children, she you can only do so gonna... much. I know I can only do so much. I'm just saying I feel yes. guilty, honestly. To to, to really, Doctor Day, I, I'll be honest. You know, I've masturbated, I've had premarital sex, and I feel guilty after both. I don't know, and and I wonder what that guilt is. That has to be some sort of spiritual feeling after, don't you think? I mean, why why do I feel shame and guilt after you do? Well, something well probably that? it's because. It's it's really a perversion of what God really wants. That's why you feel bad about it. Okay, well, I mean, it's just we 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 touch all the intense topics up today. We talk about sexuality. We talk about you know the people that you know rule the world. We haven't gone after Israel at all. What do you have to say? I know, and we can't have a Doctor Day episode unless we talk about. Okay, so let me tell you about Palestine and Israel. Obviously, you don't want to pick a side because. The Palestinians, you know, if you're gay, they of throw you off. Of course, I do pick a side. You yeah, do no, but, but how, do you, how do you pick a side of the Palestinians? They throw gay guys off the top of buildings. They're not, I mean, you know, I know you probably don't care. I'm saying they don't, they're not perfect. No, no, the I, Palest- I, I, I don't, I don't believe in throwing gay guys off of top of yeah, buildings. Yeah, exactly. Not, I'm not saying that. That's what, not what I want. God loves everybody the same and, the, you know, he's going to change everybody. He says in Revelation 21, 5, behold, I make all new and he will meet us where we are and then take us out of that. But we'll reap what we sow. So with homosexuals, it's not that I don't hate them. I feel sorry for them because they are going to have so much reaping and because they have such empty lives. They don't they don't have good relationships at all. And they're always alone. And uh, they, I mean, there's just there. It's a psychiatric problem and it should be dealt with psychiatrically. And so, uh, and they need the Lord. That's what they need is the Lord. And so I'm, I am not for throwing them off of any building. Don't even suggest that. What the point is the Palestinians were there first. The, the the Jews never were in Israel, okay. never. The Israelites were not Jews. The word Jew is not in the Bible in the original Hebrew or Greek. The word is not there. There were no Gentiles either, not Jews and Gentiles. What they were were Judeans who were worshipers of the true God and pagans or heathen. And they've made them into ethnicities when they were actually a form of worship. It's God was saying they're either for me or against me. So the Palestinians uh, inhabited all the area of Palestine for years and years and years. And the, the, the Israelis have no right to that land. They have no right to it at all. The reason is they're Satan's people and Satan wants that area because he's going to rule the world from that area. He wants to be God of this planet. And that's where God made the Garden of Eden. So he wants it. So it is that important because I don't understand how a, a Palestinian family has lived there 200 years and then the IDF, the Israeli the Defense Foundation or whatever, can come and just kick you out of your house. It doesn't make sense. So, so well, do wait you, a second. They're going to do that to us. 
Is that is that so so? But but the, the, they're going to do that to us. The same group is going to do that to us. The Illuminati Jews are going to do that to us. They're going to kick us out of their house, houses. They're going to raise our property tax till we can't afford it anymore. They're going to take our houses. Well, they're doing that. The other day, did you see BlackRock, the biggest uh, uh, capital yes, investment firm, is right. buying all the properties? They're buying right. as many, any because no, then they can doing raise the market. That to us, why do you say they're? They, well, it seems slow. It's it, the whole world. What I'm saying is the Palestinians are fighting back. I mean, they're going to lose no matter what because they're throwing rocks and, and, and Israel's dropping bombs. But like there is some sort of fight. So it's like, I, I mean, am I just going to let the United Nations come and kick me out of my house? I hope not. I don't think that. I don't think I'm going to have guys, you know, Israeli forces kick me out of my house. I mean, I, I know that that could but be it possible. It doesn't matter that they're Israelis. They're still Jews. Yeah. Those are the ones who are going to do it, whether they're from Israel or from London or from America, they're the ones that are going to do it. Well, does Israel control the United Nations? No, no, the Jews control the United Nations. They formed it and they control it. The Illuminati Jews that are ruled by the Rothschilds from the city of London. Israel, you notice no big Jews live over in Israel. They don't live over. They just have well, they, they, occupy the, the land. Listen, listen. The guy that just got the prime minister. He was born. His, his parents are from San Francisco. He just moved to right, Israel as a right, baby. I mean, right, the, right, I mean, he's it, the, he's the prime minister of of Israel, right, but he's from San Francisco. Right. His parents are both from San Francisco. It's like, wait, what? Yeah, How did right. that happen? Yeah, yeah. So the whole point is, they don't have any right to be there anyway. They want that. Satan wants that because he wants to rule the center of the world where God put the Garden of Eden, where God put the original Israelite nation which were christians not jews and so he wants that and so everything will be done by force because that's the way satan operates so it's the same group that's taking over palestine and and destroying all the palestinians that are destroying us well okay so the garden of Eden is, is, is in jerusalem what about the mormons that say you know jesus is going to come back to america is that all what do you think about mormons uh, dr day no no mormons are actually a combination of freemasonry and satanism actually they the whole point when jesus comes back his feet are not going to touch the ground at all he's not going to come back and rule from jerusalem they're wrong they're wrong they don't read the bible they read the book of mormon I know that's true, and, and that's a really unique or weird religion. And 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 the Mormon, the the guy who started Mormonism on his uh, on his burial place John, in the cemetery, there is a big uh, pyramid. John Smith. Wow, and I think that I think they do have a lot of their practices. not John Smith. It's somebody uh, else. Somebody, <laughs> but it's not. Yeah, but he's got a big pyramid on his grave, so he's and, part of them. Okay, when this is this is what I'm worried. I think the next thing will be the cyber attack, Doctor Days. They're going to cut. They're going to knock off the internet. What do you think about the cyber pandemic? Well, they're going to. You know, where, where I live, uh, we've had temperatures of 121, and they're talking about 129, and then they're going to cut off our electricity, and so a lot of elderly people will die, and that's what they want to do. And in California, uh, they are talking about water shortages, and the reason we have water shortages is because they're draining the reservoir into the ocean to make sure we have water shortages so they're doing everything they can to kill us and if people don't trust god because because in the exodus when god took the israelites out of egypt through the desert 
he's creating the same circumstances now. In, in the desert, they had no food. They had no ability to grow it. They had no water. God gave them food that came from heaven, manna. He gave them water from a rock. They had nothing to keep them cool during the hot uh, desert days. Uh, but God put a cloud cover over them. He gave them the pillar of fire at night for the cold winter desert nights. We have to depend on God uh, because that's the only way we will be able to eat and live and have water. That is important. Okay, this is our, you know, we're going to wrap things up here shortly. If you guys, if you guys want to call, the link is in the description, but we're going to wrap things up here shortly. Dr. Day, what about all these holidays? They say Easter is Ishtar and Christmas is pagan. Uh, what do you do? You believe? Do you believe that uh, everybody, when they celebrate Christmas, is celeb- uh, secretly, uh, subconsciously celebrating some sort of uh, pagan uh, ritual? Well, the the Christmas is pagan, uh, and Jesus was not born on Christmas Day uh, because uh, uh, that was too cold in the nation of Israel at that time. It's too cold. The the sheep were not out. Uh, and we know from the the Bible story that the sheep shepherds were out in the field, so it was not at, in the middle of winter. Uh, but but as Easter, Jesus was not resurrected on Sunday. The word Sunday or first day of the week are not in the Bible either. They've been written in by the translators. They're not there in the Hebrew. Jesus was resurrected on the seventh day Saturday, which is not Jewish. God made it holy, Seventh-day Saturday, Sabbath, he made it holy at creation. Look in Genesis 2, 1 to 4, he gave it to Adam and Eve as a memorial of his creation of them and the whole world and asked us to keep it holy. That's the day that God has made holy that he will spend with us. And so uh, the Pope made Sunday holy and it's worship of the pagan sun god. And Ishtar is uh, the um, fertility goddess and Jesus would never be resurrected on a day of worship of a fertility goddess. So the whole point is that if you look at it, the word Sabbath, is sabaton and it's 68 times in the new testament 59 times they translate it properly as sabbath but nine times they arbitrarily change it to first day of the week jesus was resurrected on friday night as soon as the sun went down beginning of the saturday sabbath he was only in the tomb a few hours he was only dead on a few hours there's nothing magic about three days Uh, He was only in the tomb a few hours. The the Bible says his body would not see decay. If he'd been in there till Sunday, his body would have seen decay. Uh, Jesus was not resurrected on the pagan day of worship of the sun god. So there are many, in my my book, Who Rewrote the Bible, I show you all of these things, how the Bible has been changed because Satan has gotten in there. The Jews have been uh, some of the main translators of the Old Testament, and they've changed it all. Man alive, we're learning something new every day. So, so us celebrating Sunday is the Sabbath. I mean, I know you you reiterated it, it, that. That's it's just, it's Satan's day. It's Satan's day. They will make it actually against the law, probably to worship on Saturday. They have done that early on in the 1920s. They 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 made Sunday mandatory, and if you didn't worship on Sunday, you went to prison. And there were many Sabbath keepers who went to prison. So when they say it's a Christian nation, we've never been a Christian nation. We've always been kind of a satanic. Uh, well, no, we have. We have been, uh, you know, much more Christian than any other nation. But they still didn't have it right because people aren't studying their Bible. They're really not. They go to church because then they have the pastor study it for. The pastor doesn't even study it. They don't even know what's in it. They don't know the things I'm telling you now. They don't know these things. 
and especially when there there there's some pastors who are like pro abortion and some pastors are uh uh well what else they're, they're pro vaccine i mean these guys are insane pro homosexual well, there pro are homosexual there's a gay yeah. churches all over now i right. think there's a couple but of gay there, churches there are at least 20,000 pastors in america who have secretly signed on with the government to promote vaccinations and the government uh things like homosexuality and all that and do you think the CIA and FBI is, you know, when they do all this woke recruitment stuff, are they actually hiring a bunch of homosexuals? And, you know, like they say, there's these yes. recruitment videos. They're looking yes. for intergender it's like the sexual. It's like the military has been taken over by those people. Well, do they, I'm saying, do they not do it to, uh, for optics or is they actually want those people in there? Uh, like they actually, because they want you, to destroy our military. Okay. So they do. I'm so just, then we will be vulnerable to China and Russia. And so there's no way we'll be able to win a war. Is war real, Doctor Day? Is war real today? Like, I mean, I mean, you know how they tell well, us. Well, war is real in that it kills people, but it's not real in that it uh, is. You know, it's for freedom. It has nothing to do with freedom. Wars have never been to do with freedom. World War One or World War Two. I discuss it in the book how they happened and what they were for. They're not just because. Oh, you know, that's why it's crazy when you have a uh, a military person. You say, oh, thank you for your service. So the military is for nothing but to kill people. Kissinger said that military men are just dumb, stupid animals to be used as pawns in um, in foreign policy. So th that's what it's all about. Wow. Well, we went through so much, Dr. Day. You're such a lovely guest. And, you know, we're always talking about you got to come back on in two weeks if you're available, you know, yeah, and, and guys, I, I, I want everybody to go pick up a copy of Dr. Day's book. I know sometimes it's on back order, guys, so you're going to have to give her a little oh, bit. Now, of, now we've got plenty. We've oh, got plenty. plenty. Okay. Plenty. So right. guys, guys, I want everybody to order this. I want you to go. I got, I got both of the websites, good news about God and drday.com in the description. You're going to go to the website. You're going to purchase this book. This book, guys, is not sold on Amazon. It wouldn't be allowed to be sold on Amazon. <laughs> this is uh, this is like this is the cool kids club. This is a hardcore book, not for the faint of heart. And I want to tell you, uh, it, it reads very easily. It reads like a textbook. It's not. It's not. You know, I know it's. It doesn't huge. read like a textbook. It reads like a novel. Well, it reads like a novel. You know, I, I mean, I meant that in a good way. It's not. It's not a billion words. There's a lot of pictures. There's a lot of explanations. We've gone through the book, but but like I said, you know, you can. You can learn a lot by just flipping through any page and reading for a couple of minutes. You probably learn too much. It kind of gets you, you know, you know, honestly, some of this stuff Dr. today, I try to turn off and I try not to, you know, I, I guess you'd say. But you need we, to know it. You of need course, to know of it. course. But, but I'm saying, gosh, we live under so many, the externalities that are constantly around us trying to bring us and put us in that fight or flight. I hate when I put myself in that fight or flight mindset by like worrying about these people. But see, that's why you need the Lord because someone said to me, I think I said this to you last time I was on, someone said to me, you know, everybody's very concerned about all this, but you seem to be detached. I said, I'm not detached. I'm at peace because I know the outcome and I know why God is putting the world through this and the outcome will actually be glorious. There will be a lot of tough times from now until then, but God has already saved my life now. He showed me how to reverse my cancer. I've already been to death's door and back. I've been there already. I've been to that point in my life. If they kill me, you know, death is temporary with the Lord. God will bring everybody back eventually, either in the first resurrection or the second resurrection. He's not going to lose anybody permanently. 
Wow, Dr. Day, that's so beautiful. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. And you don't, you, I like that it, detached. It's because you, the knowledge that you have gives you power, and that makes us afraid because people don't have the same knowledge as you. So I'm, right. I'm nervous, you know. It, but, it's, but it gives you peace when you know the Lord and you know why he's doing this and that he's in charge, and it's all going to turn out in the end gloriously. Amen. Hallelujah. All right, Dr. Day, everybody go support Dr. Day. Go buy the book and I'll have you on in two weeks, Dr. Day, to come on again. Thank you very much. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Thank you, guys.